What's up, everybody? It's D-Lo, and I'm back with another episode of D-Lo Speaks. If you haven't yet, go ahead and follow my podcast page on Twitter at D-Lo Speaks. And I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Good morning, everybody. This is the first time that I'm doing an episode first thing in the morning. So if my voice sound a little froggy, just excuse me. So, of course, there hasn't been much things going on in hip-hop or, you know, news-wise. I mean, it has been some things going on. But I'm going to just talk about a couple of things that I feel as though people really need to get into. Like, first things first. And I know a lot of people, mainly the barbs, going to be like, oh, why are you bringing attention to this? But it's not to bring attention. It's to bring awareness and to be informative to the fans. So I really do hope that y'all pay attention. Now, let's get one thing clear. I know that a lot of people within the fan base doesn't approve of Zoo. Some refer to him as Kenny. But I'm pretty sure there's a lot of us who don't approve of him. There's a lot of people who really don't care because they stay out of the personal scene of Nikki's life. But <clears throat> I really do think that people just need to respect Nikki and his privacy. And the reason why I say that is because you have people out here who has a past and you can't correct the past it is what it is it's over with it's done but at the same time everybody knew who this man was when she first presented him to the world let's not act like we didn't know who he was and what he did because the first thing y'all did was went back and pull up his past and then y'all was like oh my god he's a rapist and blah 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 and y'all feel as though he would mess up Nikki's image. <clears throat> okay. Um, Nikki knew what she was signing up for. She did what she did because that was her choice. If this man makes her happy, then that's fine. It's not for us to figure out or to tell her she can't be with this person. That's number one. Number two. And a lot of people probably would disagree with me, but that's okay. When the the um, think piece that the Blast wrote on the rape allegations and all of that. When it first came out, you know, I was reading it. And I was like, okay. But I got to a specific part of that think piece. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Now, number one. At the age that they were at the time, 15, 16, you get, well, let's let's just start with this. They were in a relationship. Now, I don't know what this girl looked like. I don't know who she is. I don't know her name, none of that. But from the, the piece that they wrote, they said that he walked up behind her, put a circular object hard circular object in her back 
which to hers felt or seemed like it may have been a gun and told her to keep walking they went to this abandoned crib he did whatever he did allegedly and she claimed that he raped her now this is my thing through all of that she was able to escape by hitting him with a plastic bottle across his head come on y'all that should raise a red flag right there like a plastic bottle so you telling me that it was empty an empty plastic bottle you went across his head and was able to escape and a lot of people was like well come on you got to use common sense of course she was fighting back no not one time did anything made me think that she was fighting back this whole time because you just happened to find a plastic bottle in this abandoned house to hit him across the head with to me if you hit him across the head with a plastic bottle and got away you could have gotten away prior to hitting him across the head with this plastic bottle but my thing is how is it that through all of this before he got locked up that nobody found the hard circular object or whatever it was that was pushed in her back nobody found the knife or the ice pick or the many other examples of a sharp object that this think piece wrote that he might have used in order to quote unquote allegedly rape this girl how is it that there's no evidence for any of this he didn't go on trial but everybody have all of these court documents or saying the court documents are out there i need like i genuinely need to understand how is it that people just completely ignored all of this these are red flags and at the end of the day you got to understand that black men have been wrongfully accused of rape and even when they're innocent and people provide documents or they provide what they may call evidence at this, at that current moment y'all got to understand that in this justice system everything is a flaw and black men always get accused of something for the accuser to later come back and say okay it didn't happen come on you like y'all got to use y'all brain and just because y'all love nikki i love nikki too but at the end of the day i'm not about to sit here and feel a type of way because she chose somebody who has a past none of us was there none of us were there so if we weren't there we can't really say oh this happened that happened we can only speculate but it's a difference when you speculate and you're trying to understand or see whether it actually did happen versus speculating and tearing this man down as well as tearing Nikki down because of her choice. You can't come at her because of her choice. That's messed up. And then you out here making think pieces on your threads and making threads of exposing him and his past and saying different things like, oh, he going to mess up Nikki image and da 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 da. Okay. Y'all only think that he's going to mess up Nikki image because one, he doesn't have money. Y'all prefer her to be with Meek when this nigga was verbally 
abusing her. I'm going to say allegedly because I don't fully know. Um, and physically, maybe, allegedly. But y'all prefer her to be with him because he got money. Who does that? Just because y'all feel as though Zoo don't match the income of a celebrity, y'all feel as though he gonna mess up her image. Because I can bet you, if this man had money at the income of hers, or maybe a little less, but he was an A-list celebrity or whatever the case is, y'all wouldn't be making so much stink pieces out here. Y'all would be like, oh my God, they so cute, da-da-da-da-da, because you did it with Meek. I couldn't stand Meek from day one, way before he even got with Nikki. But this is who y'all wanted her to be with because he got money, because he's a celebrity. But just because Zoo isn't a celebrity, he's in a gang, he has a past, or he's going to mess up Nikki's image. Y'all got to use common sense. It, I'm pretty sure he don't bring any gang-related activities around Nikki. And you got to understand, this man is married. Once you're married, you're committed to the person that you're married to. And it's not all the time that you're out here running the streets and doing different things with the single people that you were with before. Or the people who may, who was under the same um, status as you. You may have had a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever. Y'all been ripping and running in the street. When you're married, it's a different commitment. So now you have to build your family versus what you was doing when you had the girlfriend or the boyfriend. So I'm pretty sure things have changed. You got to use your brain. But at the end of the day, yes, he had a past. When he was younger with the whole rape allegations, he took a plea deal common sense everybody majority of people in this world will take a plea deal because nine times out of ten if you would think about it at the time this man was like 16 or whatever 15 16 the rape allegations came up whether he took that plea deal or he went to trial either way this man still would have got locked up and it probably would have been worse if he went to trial because it wouldn't have been nothing they would have been pulling bullcrap evidence out of the ground just to make sure that they got him in jail. They do it to black people all the time. But my thing is, it's funny how he said that it was consensual when they came to the house to address him and ask whether he was with her and all this other stuff. He said that it was consensual within the whole think piece, allegedly. And then you have Tasha K, which I don't really follow her and I don't watch anything on her YouTube channel, but I do see that the bars, you know, post her sometimes or whatever the case is. So I don't know what type of person she is or what's her intent when it comes to certain things. But I did see where she was saying how she got information from a source that was, I guess, close to the situation or knew about the situation. And they talk how allegedly this girl was doing drugs bad or whatever and they was in a relationship and you know just different things where it just sounded like it was just a relationship where she wanted to stay with him and he didn't want her he wanted out so he told her it was over and then now she pulled this stunt and also said that the family that she was with she was in a foster home or something so she, well she was with a family so she was a foster child and the family that she was with were you know, religious people, so, and I guess they didn't approve of him, 
So, it all makes sense. But again, like I said, none of us was there. But you got to look at all different type information that's coming your way. You can't just assume that this man is just bad or will ruin her image just because of documents that was placed in front of you that could still hold falsified information. Like, I don't get it. And that's one thing I hate about social media because everybody, like, it seems like nobody has their own mind. And that's ridiculous. Like, you have to have your own mind when you're dealing with social media because niggas can manipulate you and you will follow everything that they said. And then, like, months later when or years later, when stuff actually come out and it's proven that it was the opposite, now you looking stupid because years ago you was out here bashing this man or bashing Nikki or doing whatever you was doing to fit in. Or to make your tweet go viral. Or to get attention. Like, it's really bogus. So, with all that being said, you just have to have your own mind. You have to accept that it's not all the time when you're provided documents that they're true. So, you just have to do your research. And you have to use common sense. Because if you don't, then you'll just end up looking stupid. So, for me, and I know a lot of people is going to disagree because they feel as though, like, I'm, like, this level-headed person who, you know, analyze things or whatever. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn or nothing, but, you know, I kind of look at situations from all different aspects. And with this situation, I don't have an issue with who she's, who she married and who she wants to be with. Because, one, I fell in love with Nikki for the music. Not her personal life, not to tell her who she can and cannot date. And at the end of the day, if this is who makes her happy, then that's fine. A lot of people may not feel as though that's the case, but from the outside looking in, that's what it looks like. People have to know how to separate personal and music. For an example, you don't see nobody out here making exposure threads on Jay-Z because they dislike him. If Beyonce fans don't really care too much for Jay-Z, they're not going to be out here bashing Beyonce because she chose to marry him. Come on, think smart. You got to understand how to separate the two. Let her personal life be whatever it is. If you don't support it, Keep quiet or exchange numbers and talk about it amongst each other. If you support it, you can support it publicly or amongst each other, however you do it. But at the end of the day, you just have to respect her. Now, everybody seems to be in an uproar due to a video that surfaced of the baby slapping this female. Now, of course, it's expected. A female got slapped by a male who's a public figure. So, of course, the, the attention and the drive that social media will push this video to will be extreme. However, by me saying that, I'm not saying that it's 
right to hit a female and vice versa but in the extent of this video posting and at the angle that it was posted I won't say that I don't fault him for slapping her but it's unexpected and the reason why I say that is because one it was a lot of flashes from these phones on him why because he's a public figure from the video that I saw it happened real quick so all I saw was him slapping the girl I didn't know that it was a girl until I saw that that's what somebody posted in the headline I just knew that somebody got slapped so he slapped the girl the, um, the video went viral he took the Twitter and said that he would pay like a cash reward or whatever if somebody posts a better angle of the video showing where the girl hit him in the eye with the phone and I don't I don't think that the video ever came up because well I saw a different angle video but it wasn't that clear so with that being said he eventually took to Instagram or whatever and he apologized for slapping the girl or you know because one he didn't realize that it was a girl behind the phone so he said that he um, sincerely apologizes that he slapped this female but he want people to understand had it been a male as well his reaction still would have been the same which you cannot fault him for that and I'm gonna explain why you have a fan many fans with the flash on their phone, you know, they, they recording you as you walking down the aisle, and then all of a sudden, a fan who gets too invasive in your private space puts the phone that close to your eye where it hits you in the eye with the flash on it. You don't know who's behind the phone, so your automatic reaction is going to be to react physically because now you felt hit. It's life. That's what people need to understand. You can get still whether public figure or not. You are human at the end of the day. And I know this is why people are saying it. Because he a public figure. He needs to move differently. He needs to react differently. Blah, blah, blah. This man is still human at the end of the day. Whether you a public figure or not. If somebody happens to walk. Or well, if you happen to walk past somebody. And they do what that female did in that video. Your automatic reaction is going to retaliate physically. If you don't do it, the security will. And obviously, the security didn't react at the, the extent that they should have. His automatic reaction was to retaliate. So that's what he did. Now, I do think that it was cool that he did apologize to the female. And he did say that if she comes forth and say who she really is... They can have a sit down and he would, you know, apologize to her privately face to face. Or if she wanted him to do it publicly, he will continue to do that. Um, but there's a lot of females who's doing it for clout, pretending that they are the girl, um, that they're the female who got slapped. And that right there, niggas just, just they be doing stupid stuff. But... With all that being said, I do understand that the baby has this rep of, you know, getting physical. 
but again, like I said, it's life. It happens. Whether he's a public figure or not, it happens. Like, the time before where the guy wanted to record him and his daughter, and he told him no, and he did it anyway. He got physical. Um, But again, you can't fault him for that, because, like, people just have to learn how to respect the next person. If you respect a person, then I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have to get physical. But... And that's with anybody. Prime example. I'm pretty sure everybody remember when Rihanna was at that concert and that fan grabbed her wrist. You invaded my space. Let me go. They didn't let go. They grabbed her wrist. She hit him in the face with the microphone. And I I can bet that everybody on social media at that time was rooting for her because she hit him in the face because he wouldn't let her go. Oh, he shouldn't be in her space. Oh, he shouldn't do this. He shouldn't do that. But now that the baby is out here doing it, then everybody have a problem with it. And that's what I be talking about. Social media will push things to a level where it's like, no, it seems like nobody has their own mind. They think that because this, the, this person is saying it, then the next person is saying it, oh, I got to say it too. No, that's not how it works. Like, you just need to respect people's space. If you respect their space and you respect their wishes, then you won't have to deal with any of this. But at the end of the day, if this is what you do, this is the results. But like I said, he apologized and he's willing to apologize to the girl face to face if she come for. So however that works out, hope all goes well. And that's the end of that. Moving along. Megan and her deal with what is it, 1530 or 31 or whatever the label is that's kind of messed up how is it that y'all pretty much taking like 60% of this girl's earning she earned over like 7 million or whatever the number was um, and y'all only gave her 15,000 out of it like that's dirty and grimy but that just goes to show when it comes to females in hip-hop this is what the males do they want control they want to limit the females to how much they do or what they do and it's not fair and basically they want control but i was watching state of the culture and people um joe and them asked the question whether they felt like this would affect the label considering this situation or will it affect megan and do they feel as though she would be able to get out of this situation? And, you know, they felt like it would hurt the label. But Ebony, who is the girl on there, um, she's a lawyer as well. But she feels as though, you know, it could hurt it could hurt the label. But, you know, she don't think that Megan is going to win the case. Because when it comes to certain legal situations and different things like that, I'm not that... Um, educated when it comes to legal situations of that sort and it it just takes research but um she said that she feels as though everything is working out in Megan's favor right now but when it comes to court you know it's a lot of things that play into it when it comes to the contracts and everything and of course everybody signed a contract that is bad but it just all takes reading that's it um but to get on the music side of things, you know, I felt like Megan kind of like threw an EP out there just to hold the fans over or whatever the case was. 
I wasn't too fond of it because for me it felt like the same Megan that she's been given and this is just con- constructive criticism so I don't want nobody out here feeling though feeling as though I'm hating on her or whatever the case is Megan doesn't have that range to be versatile when it comes to music <clears throat> and that's just a fact um you know she she has this one sound this one flow which is cool if it works for you if you're comfortable there cool but you have to find other means when it comes to hip-hop and the reason why i say that is because there's a lot of people in hip-hop who listens to the music for that the skill and to see how far you can take it the level of creativity that you have and when i heard this ep it was just like okay when is that moment coming where Megan just snaps? And I can say that Savage was the only song that I think that I really rocked with on the album because of the vibe and the flow change from what I'm normally or from what I usually hear. Other than that, you know, it was cool. If I heard it, if I was at a party or something like that, cool. But for me, I'm just expecting more, at least now. Because the comparisons on Twitter every day, every time I log on, it's either comparing somebody to Nikki or talking about Nikki's personal life from Megan, comparing to Doja Cat and all this other stuff. And just to, you know, pitch in on it, Doja does have more of a range than Megan. However, I don't see her making it as far either because sticking in one lane and that's this pop sound hip-hop is not behind her at all because she don't really do like hip-hop just because you rap on a song that don't mean that you have hip-hop behind you hip-hop is not behind her pop is behind her that's what people need to understand know the difference but all in all you know i do think that maybe eventually and i'm gonna continue to give her the benefit of the doubt but I think that Megan will eventually find that moment where she snapped. But right now for the EP, I didn't really, you know, really loved it like how others love it. But hey, that's just different taste in music. Um, and I also wanted to touch, you know, just a, a little brief on the tweet that Young Day made post about R&B music. Yes, we don't have balance. R&B music has changed from when it started back, way back when. And of course, 90s R&B music was like superior. Many may disagree, but I feel as though 90s R&B music was superior to all R&B music. And that was because everybody had a different style. Everybody had a different sound. You had more groups. Like, it was just a balance and then you had r&b and hip-hop coming together so things was just like it was just classics everywhere but now you have r&b to the point where there's no balance and without it being any balance we have to go out and search for r&b music at one point in time you didn't have to go out and search it it was slapped dead in your face that's how r&b music was and it needs to get back that way and that's basically what Young and May was saying when it, when she posted that tweet. There's no balance. We have to go search for it. And Joe even asked her the question on State of the Culture. Like, 
well, it was Joe Remy, one of them, but basically they was asking, like, you know, do you think word of mouth is still good when it comes to R&B music? Yes, word of mouth is good, but you have to understand by doing word of mouth, it don't always connect to the masses. And then you have your label who doesn't really promote you or push you to be to the forefront to even be respected as an R&B singer. So it causes a lot of um, what's empty holes or pockets when it comes to being recognized. Even a lot of R&B singers who is, were just ahead of their time, i.e. Jasmine Sullivan. Look, like, look how young she started. And she still don't gain the respect that she's supposed to get as a singer. And, you know, a whole nother topic. But at the end of the day, R&B just needs to be pushed to the forefront like how it was before. The R&B music that we got now, everybody is doing like this whisper singing. And I feel like people need to sing ballads more. Ari Lennox is out here giving ballads. Like, and she don't get enough respect either. But... At the end of the day, like, she's holding R&B down. A lot of people don't really prefer for her because they feel as though, you know, she gives this boring side of R&B. But I actually like her, and I think that she gives what R&B was before. However, people don't really gravitate to it because they feel like, you know, she would bore them. But it's not boring. Like, it's what R&B is. It's what we're looking for. People just need to respect it more from singers like that who I feel as though are underrated and just need to push them to the forefront. Summer Walker, she has her own style. She's doing her thing too. But you know, when it comes to the whisper sound and everybody, you know, whispering on these songs, like for me, Saudi is the only person that could do that. <laughs> and that's just, you know, that's just me. But you have some artists who could do it and, you know, they actually do make it do what they do. Um, Snow Allegra, she's doing what she's doing. Like, love her voice. I feel like she's a mixture of Alicia Keys and Jasmine Sullivan. A little hint of lettuce in there. You know, for me, I like her voice. Um, Brent Fiaz, like, this nigga be killing it. But I don't think that he gets enough respect as well. Um, but yeah, R&B just, it just needs to be pushed back to the forefront. Janae, she makes good music as well. And people feel as though she makes the same two songs all the time. They said the same thing for Kalani. I saw the tweet. But I'm just like, bruh, like these people actually make it do what it do when it comes to their craft. They enjoy it. Y'all just have to respect it. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But you can't downplay what they do. And I don't think that they make the same two songs. I just think that... They make songs that people can actually relate to. And if you can't relate to, then it's not for you. But that don't, you can't excuse what they provide or what they um, they give when it comes to R&B. Just respect it. So, at the end of the day, with all the topics that I provided for you, if you have any feedback or you want to speak on anything, we can speak via twitter at the Delo speaks page or if you would like to be a part of the episode you can be um just dm me we will try to figure out our schedule or whatever the case is so that we can get you on the episode and you know 
to get it done, get it popping. So I want to thank y'all for listening to another episode of D-Lo Speaks. Go ahead and follow me on Twitter at D-Lo Speaks. And I want to thank y'all for tuning in.